You are listening to a message that was given at Living Word Chapel, Oracle, Arizona. It is our hope and prayer that God will use this message to speak to you and enrich your life. For more information, visit lwcoracle.org.
Well 
Lord, this is our prayer this morning, God. Father, we thank you that through it all, Lord, if we keep our eyes on you, that we can make it no matter what we face in life. So, Lord, we just bless your name this morning, God. We thank you for your presence, Lord. Father, we are so, so in awe of who you are in our lives. God, we just pray for the rest of the service. I pray for the rest of the service today, God, that you would speak through my husband. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Chapel, uh, family and friends, uh, wherever you're at, it might not even be morning, you may be watching this and it's evening time, but we want to welcome you. Uh, first up, I want to start out by saying uh, we're celebrating all the graduates, every person that's graduating, whether that's promotion in eighth grade or high school graduation, college graduation, uh, we just want to you to know that we're praying blessings over you. We're so excited about, about the accomplishments that you've made. Um, especially in this very difficult time that uh, most graduations are being postponed and moved and maybe some of them are even being uh, completely, uh, there won't be a celebration, but we want to celebrate you. We want you to know that, thank God that you were able to accomplish that. And we're really applauding with your parents because your parents are saying, thank God that this has happened. Uh, we want to 
move forward. Last week was Mother's Day. Uh, what a wonderful Mother's Day service. Uh, so thankful for Alyssa as she led us in praise and worship. And then what a wonderful message that Shauna gave uh, to all moms. It, it spoke to, to moms, but it also spoke to everybody that was able to listen to it. I know it spoke to my heart, so thank God for that. Uh, this week we're going to be moving into a series that I've titled Safe and Secure. I think all of us are, are looking for safety and security in life. Uh, I was driving up to the church this morning and I was reminded of, uh, of having a conversation with, with my mom. And uh, my mom got married when she was 16 years old. And she married my dad, uh, which in those days it was okay to marry, I guess, at 16. And my dad was 21 years old. Uh, but the thing that drove her to be married, besides that my dad was a hottie and, you know, besides all that, uh, the thing that drove her to get married was uh, she was seeking shelter. You know, she lived in a home uh, with her uncle and aunt. And uh, in this home, uh, her uh, family member uh, violated her. And so she dealt with some real difficulties, which I didn't find out until later in life. Uh, so she was seeking for, for safety. She was seeking for, for shelter, and, and she took steps to do so. Right now, where you are in this uh, coronavirus pandemic, it's all around us, and uh, a lot of people got these. And you go to Walmart now, and you see people with a, with a mask on. Anywhere you go, you see people wearing these masks. And, and why is it that, that you take measures uh, to put a mask on as you go out in, 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 in this new life and new world that we're in. The reason that you do that is because you're looking for safety. And so uh, I'm not going to preach with my mask on because it will muzzle what I'm going to say. But the reality here is God's word speaks to me about every season that I face in life. Every circumstance, whether it be a good circumstance or a bad circumstance, the word of God speaks into my life and it helps me uh, with what I'm going through. I've really been digging into Psalm 91. I've been mining the nuggets of, of what the psalmist said there. And it really speaks to, to, to me, and I believe it's going to speak to you, four promises from God that will help you in the most difficult of seasons. And these four promises are, are, are simply these four things. Uh, the first thing is that you can find shelter in God. The second thing is that you can find refuge in God. You can find a, a, a place that you can, you can find home with God. So that's refuge. Uh, the third thing is you can find a guardian in the Lord. And then the fourth thing is you can find a deliverer, a, a, a savior who will deliver you from bondage or anything that you're facing in, in your life. And as we start today's message, I'm reminded of a recent article in Time Magazine where they're quoting uh, the governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, as he talks about this phrase, shelter in place. Uh, from my research, shelter in place is a term that arised from the Cold War. Uh, and it means to stay in the building that you're occupying or stay home, do not move out. And in this article, uh, it went something like this. It says, the, con the concept of shelter in place has been the subject of debate between New York City Mayor uh, Bill de Blasio and New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. After de Blasio indicated on Tuesday, this is back in March, on Tuesday that New Yorkers might soon be ordered to shelter in place. 
Como argued against that particular turn of phrase to describe the current situation. And I'm reading right from this article. And then Como says something that's very interesting. He says this. He says, shelter in place is a scary term for people. Como said during a news conference on Thursday, I believe communication is important. This is Como speaking. I believe communication is important. And I believe words are important. Say what you mean and don't say what might alarm people. I really pondered those words of, of Governor Cuomo, and I'm not here to give a, a political uh, a statement. I'm just trying to discern what's going on in our world. And, and the, the reason that this stood out to me is because the governor's remarks are so true. Communication is vital. And words are so important. I think it's important for us to have discerning ears and uh, to listen to what is being communicated around us. You see, God wants to communicate to me every day. God wants to speak His Word into me every day. And He wants to do the same with you. He wants to communicate with you. And He wants to, he wants to place His words into your life and into your heart. Um, the, the Apostle Paul put it like this. He said, faith comes from hearing and hearing from the words of Christ. Faith comes from hearing. I build my faith and it dispels fear when I trust in a God that is unshakable. When I put my trust in the word of Christ, the living word of God. And it's times like today that I need to hear God's voice louder than all the other voices in this world, all the voices that are bringing negativity, all the voices that are bringing pessimistic uh, uh, voices, all the, the, the voices that are bringing all this kind of anxiety and kind of fear. When God communicates to me, when I hear His Word, when I let His Word internalize itself in my heart and in my soul, it fills me with peace and it fills me with protection. So as I said, I've been digging in Psalm 91 because it's speaking to me about everything that we're facing right now. And here is what I want you to know for sure. We need shelter from the storms that we face in life. You see, when I talked about my mom getting married at 16 and she went uh, and married a 21-year-old man, a wonderful man, my dad is a wonderful man. Uh, they were married until the day he died and and uh, they lived a, a life of, of trials and, 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 and triumph, just like every marriage that, that has a, a longevity. But, but as she went into this home, I, I'll never forget the words that she said. My grandfather, my dad's dad said, you'll be safe here. I may be speaking to someone this morning or this afternoon or this evening that you don't feel safe at home. You know, Shauna mentioned that in her, in her message last week, that, that there are circumstances, there are homes, that they're not safe places. When we talk about shelter in place, uh, your place may not be a place of shelter, but there's shelter in God. And I believe God wants to speak into your life. He wants to speak a word of encouragement. He wants to speak a word that will anchor you in the truth to have confidence in a God who is faithful no matter what we face. 
As we read this, the, the psalmist, um, we're going to go into this first promise. And, and the first promise is that God is my shelter. There are times where God meets me in the mountaintops of life. And those are the great seasons, uh, the, the great achievements, uh, those seasons of health. And, and it's wonderful. God meets me there and, and we celebrate together and, and God encourages me. And, and, he, and he kind of uh, comes alongside and, 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 and it's a wonderful, wonderful time. But then there are times that God meets me in the valleys of life. And those are the low times. The times of distress. There's times of sickness that we go through. And He's my shelter in whatever storm that I face. I don't know about you, but I can speak about myself that there have been some storms that I face. As an individual, there some storms that my wife and I have faced in, as, in our marriage. There's storms that we face in our family. There's been financial storms. There's been ministry or ministerial storms. And in all of these, I have found that I can have shelter in God. And He's faithful. The psalmist put it like this. He said, He or she who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. There is shelter that is found in God which you can't find any place else. And, and the, the way the Holy Spirit directed the psalmist as uh, King David wrote, uh, there, there's a debate whether it was King David or Moses, both of them were men of God who, who faced various trials, various difficulties. And, and, and as they're, they're, they're writing in the first two verses, uh, you find that, that the psalmist uses three different titles of the character of God. He says, first of all, the person who dwells in the shelter of the Most High, Elion, is a, is a, is a title for God there. That means sovereign ruler of the universe. God is sovereign over everything. No matter what we face, in His sovereignty, God is in control of what we're going through. No matter what you're facing right now, God is in control. He's sovereign. Jesus spoke to the wind. He said, peace, be still. Because of His sovereignty over nature, the wind ceased to blow. The storm ceased. So He's sovereign. We, the, he, the psalmist goes on, he says, we'll abide in the shadow of the Almighty. The, 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 the title there is Shaddai, where we get El Shaddai. The All-Sufficient One. The Supreme One, El Shaddai. God is a shelter that is way above any other means of security that you'll ever face. And the reason that you and I need to be secure is because people usually run to every other place to try to find security in life. If I, if I have enough money, I'll be secure. The crazy thing is, at this time, you go to your phone and you 
you go through your news feed and, and there's a place where the stock market is and you see nothing but red lines in everything that's trading. Our money is not our security. Our finances are not secure. Some people say, if I have the, the, the enough houses, I'll be secure. And what you find at times like this is that your home here on earth is not secure. In fact, I am reminded of the words of Jesus when he spoke to his disciples. John 14, 1 and 2, he says, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. In my Father's house, there are many dwelling places and I go to prepare a place for you. He says, don't put your trust on earthly mansions because he's making a mansion for you in heaven. And so we begin to see that, that the, the, the shelter that we need is not the houses that we have in this earth. And people say, if I have the right doctor, I'll be secure and I'll be safe. And doctors are scrambling right now to try to find a cure for what we're going through. If I have the right spouse, then I can have safety and security going back to my mom. If I have the right spouse, I'll have safety and security, but I can tell you that the trials that my mother and my father faced until they came to the day where they put their trust in Jesus Christ is where they found security, not in each other. I can speak that for myself. The, the trials that, that myself and my wife has faced, we're not the answer to each other. It's Jesus who's the answer to both of us. And he's made us strong in that. The person who makes his home or his life go to find shelter in the Almighty, to find their security in Shaddai, the all-powerful God. Uh, when, when you find your shelter in a God that's beyond everything, there is no power that can come against the living God. And that's a living hope that we have. That's a living security that we have in Christ. It'll cover you with peace. It'll cover you with refreshing. And, and I'll tell you, beloved, that right now, in this day that we're living in, people need to be refreshed. You need to, be, you need to have the refreshing of the Holy Spirit. We had a, a, a prayer, uh, a drive-through prayer and blessing. And we had people that came to the Oracle campus. We prayed over them. And as they came in, about 80% of them were wearing their masks. And we prayed over them. And they felt the peace of God. Many of them saying, we needed this so much. In, 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 at the Kearney campus, uh, one of the couples said, we started to listen to, to uh, Living Word Chapel online, to the messages. And, and, and the wife said, I have found such peace. I had so much anxiety and fear. And I have found peace through the messages. Here's the thing, that the message that is delivered from the living God to people will bring the peace and security that you need because He is an all-powerful God. In verse 2, we find the psalmist write this. He says, I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. In a pessimistic world, the scriptures point to us to declare the goodness of God with our mouth. I will say to the Lord, I will say to Adonai, to the Lord and Master, you are my shelter in whom I take refuge. You are my strong tower. You are my fortress. I trust you. It doesn't matter what the news 
says, I trust God, Yahweh. I trust God, Jehovah. And beloved, this is not a name it and claim it uh, 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 message, but instead it's faith in one that comes by hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. It's letting the word of Christ internalize your life and your spirit and your, and your whole being and you walking in the power of the Almighty. I love it that the, that the psalmist declares his trust in God and then he moves on to what he needs from there. As he says, I will trust you, Lord. I will, I will take refuge in, it, in you. You are my fortress. And then he says, for he will deliver you from the snare of the fowl and from the deadly pestilence. Just like a fowler uh, sets a trap to deceive his prey, the enemy of our souls is, is constantly setting up traps in our lives because his goal is to kill and to steal and to destroy. But as we trust in the shelter of the Almighty, He protects us from those traps that are hidden, that we don't see, that those temptations, those things that are, that are leading us into a place of difficulty. Jesus taught us to pray. He says, when you pray, pray like this, Our Father who art in heaven. And then He goes on, He says, Lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from the evil one. Beloved, you have a Savior who will deliver you from every trap that the enemy has set for you. And you can have his peace as you live in life. The second part of that, he will deliver you from the deadly pestilence. And these are the plagues that every man and every woman face at different times of life. And, and plagues, they, they point us to the reality that, that we live in a fallen world and a fallen condition in this world. Uh, history teaches us that, that pestilences and plagues have been around through the centuries. Uh, the Antonine Plague, back in, one, in 150 AD or 165 AD, killed five million people. You look, you look a little bit further, the bubonic plague called the Black Death, uh, in the 1300s, uh, at least 50 million people died because of that. The flu pandemics, and you can see flu pandemics all throughout the centuries, all throughout history, killed millions of people's lives. Just recently, HIV AIDS, uh, 30 million people have died from, from that pandemic right there. And now we have the coronavirus. And it's all around us. Can I tell you something? That there's a promise that He will deliver me from everything that comes at me, even a deadly pestilence. I, I have to believe that, that in this scripture, it's speaking to me and it's speaking to us that God can deliver you from the coronavirus because He's the Almighty God. He is the God Most High. I still use wisdom. I still heed the advice of trained medical professionals. I still submit myself to the recommendations of government leaders that he's placed over us. We still uh, wear our masks if we, if we need to. We still use the wisdom that's from God. But at the same time, I believe that God is the only one who has the power 
an ability to deliver me from whatever is going to come at me, whether it's traps from the devil or whether it's pestilences that, and plagues that come from a fallen world. The God that I serve is bigger than anything that I face. You need to know this, beloved. That as believers, we don't even fear death. Because we have a Savior that is going to raise us up, raise us from that grave on that day that Jesus comes back again. And so we can trust in the goodness of God. You know, the, the, the psalmist in these first four verses, and that's, that's, that's what we're looking at, uh, he, he, he reveals to us that God, in the, in the last verse that we're going to talk about today, that God wants to shelter us under his wings. In verse 4, he says this, He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a buckler. There's a difference between being under his wings and being mounted on his wings. Sometimes we mount on his wings and we fly like eagles. I talked about the mountaintop. I, I talked about those celebrations. And we mount on, on the wing of eagles. We mount on the wings of our Savior. And he carries us in everything that we're going through. All the triumph, all the greatness and the grandness of life. There are times of difficulty in our life where we need shelter, where we need someone to hold us. And we come to the Lord, sometimes broken, sometimes anxious, and He covers us under His wings like a mother hen covers her chicks. And Jesus spoke that to Israel right before He went to the cross. And he looks at, at, at Jerusalem. He comes into Jerusalem after they had, they had paraded him and, and, and they had uh, celebrated him. And he looks at Jerusalem and he says, Oh Jerusalem, oh Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones God's messengers. Let me pause right there. He knew what was waiting for him the week after that. He knew that he was going to have this week of the Passion Week where he was going to pour his heart out and he was going to go to the cross. But he says to them, he says, uh, how often, how often I have wanted to gather your children together as a hen protects her chicks beneath her wings, but you wouldn't let me. Maybe that's you. Maybe that's you. Maybe, maybe God has been trying to bring you under his wing, to cover you with his grace. To love on you with his passion and to lead you from this day forward. I resisted the shelter of God until I came to the end of myself. I came to the realization that everything I had built up as my shelter had failed. Right before I said yes to Jesus, uh, I, I had a major bout with anxiety. Right before I came, came gave my life to God, I, I wrestled with irrational fears. I didn't tell anybody. I had this, this facade going on that, that, that everything was okay. I may be speaking to someone here today 
That you have that facade going on that, you know, that you don't let people know that you're dealing with irrational fear or you're dealing with anxiety that's, that's really tearing you apart. And you're coming to the end of yourself. And God is calling you right now. Just like he called me 27 years ago to come under his wing and for me to find shelter in the Most High and for me to find security in the Almighty and for me to begin to abide and, and get so close to him that just like a shadow, you can see the shadow to something that is, that is in close proximity that brought me into this refreshing, which now I live in and now I dwell in continuously. And I know that God is with me no matter what I face. I know God is with me no matter what I'm going through. And that's what God has for you. That's what God has for every person that will trust in Him. I have this peace. I have this protection. I'm assured of that. I know that because I trust His Word. And I invite you to have this peace. I invite you to have this protection. And you'll only find it in God. And you're only going to find it when you say yes to Jesus. Just like it took me saying yes to Jesus. Just like he spoke to Jerusalem. And he said, oh Jerusalem, oh Jerusalem, oh James, oh James. How I've wanted to bring you into protection. How I've wanted to bring you into shelter. How I've wanted to bring you and put you underneath my wings. And maybe you're that person today. And saying yes to Jesus is as easy as A, B, C. The first thing is A, you have to admit. You have to admit that you're a sinner. I, I had to recognize that the way that I was headed was the wrong way. I had to turn from that way and come back to God. And so I admitted that I was lost without Him. The B stands for believe in Jesus. I lived my life trusting in things that were not trustworthy. I lived my life trusting in shelters that were not eternal shelters. They were temporary. But when I put my trust in Jesus Christ, He has never let me down. And I can make you a promise. The only promise that I can make you that I know is true is that God will not let you down. And the C stands for confess. We confess Him as Lord. And we choose to follow Him from this day forward. And I believe that right now, many of you are, are confessing Him as Lord. I believe that many of you are saying, I need Jesus in my life. I need peace. I need the peace of God in my life. I need the shelter of God in my life. And He's just waiting for you to come. He won't violate your free will. He won't, he won't embarge on your ability to say no. He's waiting for you to say yes. And if you're saying yes today, I want to pray a prayer with you. Just a simple prayer. I prayed this prayer many years ago. And it changed my life forever. Just like it changed my life when I said, yes, I do with my wife, Sean. Changed my life forever. This one right here changed my life for eternity. And so pray this prayer with me if this is what God is leading you to do. It's just simple. God, 
thank you for loving me. Today I'm saying yes to Jesus. I admit that I am a sinner in need of your forgiveness. I believe Jesus died for my sins and he rose from the dead just like the Bible said he would. I confess him as my Lord and Savior and I choose to follow him from this day forward. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Those of you that said yes to Jesus, you did the greatest, greatest confession you could ever make. Today you're a child of God. The angels in heaven are rejoicing. They're having a party. They're doing cumbia. They're doing all kinds of different good things. And God is just rejoicing with you. He loves you. He wants to celebrate you. And if you did that today, will you do me a big favor? Will you put the, with the emoji hands, the praise hand, will you put that on the comments below? And uh, also, you can just put down below, I said yes to Jesus. We want to celebrate with you. We want to follow up with you. We will never come and, and, and bother you. We'll never come and, and badger you, but we want to celebrate with you. We want to be a church that helps you on your journey of faith. We want to come alongside and encourage you and strengthen you and build you up with the living word of God. We believe here at Living Word Chapel that the living word loves us, it empowers us, and it transforms us for the glory of God. And that's exactly what he wants to do in your life. So we're excited at the decision that you made. God bless you. Go in his love. There'll be a question that you guys can discuss in the end. And just know and know and be certain that God has a great plan for your life. This has been a message from Living Word Chapel. We hope that you've been blessed by it. Make sure you check out lwcoracle.org for more information.